1: Chumba Chumbacasino.com No purchase necessary limited by law 18 plus Terms and conditions apply See website for details
0: Future role models But you get to meet them now Pasha, Pearl Hanson Is about to put it down You will look up to them One day too So for now Hear about all the things That they do Yeah Future role models Uh Yeah Future role models Uh hi there welcome to future role model I'm your host Jake Snell uh, I've been given the reins by your very own Natasha Pearl Hansen we are in sunny Los Angeles California and I have a special guest for you today make a lot of noise for Natasha Pearl Hanson Natasha how are you
1: I'm good you know we're we're in Los Angeles which is you know it's been interesting we're back in the place that I was living at last summer which my audience has listened to and heard about and um, yeah it's good to be back here and uh, then by the time we get back to Wisconsin you know maybe it won't be so fucking cold
0: we're passing the mic back and forth uh, because as the listeners of this podcast know we are dating so we just want to make sure that we're doing our due diligence and not cutting each other off Um, that was not a pointed statement or was it maybe just a little bit i don't don't know i I never get i never get to just like face your audience by myself so i just like want to like say some stuff and whatever um but yeah we're here in la um we've been having some good times so far we rented a little convertible to get out on the town and do some cool stuff things are slowly starting to open back up uh how do you feel about being back in la
1: it's been weird. You know, I've talked about this a couple of times when I've done solo podcasts, which is this is cool because this is like a version of a solo podcast, but you're hosting it for me. So it's not just me emptily, em- emptily it, like how do you say the That's doing doing something with empty demeanor, um, but just talking into space, which that can be fun on its own as well. But with, you know, certain things coming out, as you know, it's just nice to have somebody else ask you the pointed questions um, being here. I don't know the whole year has been weird so I miss Los Angeles I've been kind of in between LA and Wisconsin I wasn't planning to be from away from LA for so long but I, I met you I mean in the capacity in which we're dating now and so uh you know it was a, that was a big reason for me to stick around in Wisconsin and also we're planning to move back uh, end of summer full-time so for now it's just nice to be flexible right
0: Now, see, I specifically asked you to not share any of my personal plans, (laughs) but we'll we'll let you slide. Um, Yeah, it's been cool. Um, I know you have a certain tone that you take with your audience, and it's not inauthentic. (laughs) But we're speaking to each other, and it feels like... I'm just a random TV interviewer or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to need you to drop a little bit of the... Just to like tune down the the gloss, the glossiness of it all. Um, because we're going to get into some real stuff. You know, you got a lot of real shit going on right now. Yeah. Um, for those of you who are paying attention to, you know, the podcast and Instagram stories and all that stuff. Uh, you might know that in April, the culmination of a few things that Natasha has been working on is going to be coming to the pinnacle of the launch and the release of your startup and then your special, respectively. Uh, can I say the dates?
1: Um, yes. I can?
0: Yes. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. It
1: looked like you had hesitation. No, I haven't fully announced the dates yet, but to my listeners, um, um, to my listeners, I definitely feel like you can know first – and save the date I'm going to be sending out save the dates as well but April 20
0: April 20th her special I was supposed to get married today is coming out in April 19th her startup the my registry com is going to be launching um, tell the folks about your feelings surrounding your April double launch <laughs>
1: Sometimes I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Um, (laughs) This morning I was having a lot of anxiety, you know, just like people do when you put a lot on your plate where you're like, oh yeah, I can definitely handle doing two major things at one time. And, uh, you know, we, him and I have a fun backstory with the special because he hosted it and that was nearly two years ago. So, you know, now we're dating and so it's kind of fun for us to be like talking about the special together. Although, although... you hosted it but you're not you you don't show in it which sucks but you see you at the end like by the bar just being like yeah (laughs) but um yeah, I mean it's it's a lot, and it's cool to have it all coming out, but it's also like, fuck, man. I hope things like go well. I hope people receive the special well. I hope people use the startup. Like, hope all these investments weren't for nothing. So, I don't know how do you, how do you feel being secondary like party to watching me have to tolerate these ideas.
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you, and I'll tell the people that uh, follow you i'm just trying to keep you sane as you go through what is inherently an insane amount of work and ideas and collaboration because you need to work with all these people to get this kind of stuff going um and you know that's like a lot for anyone And like all the things that you and I would do and any performer and anyone who's like an artist and like in the entrepreneurial space or, you know, launching a project or anything like that. There's all these things that you do to like keep yourself sane, like the routine of like daily life, like doing shows, seeing people. And I know that without that, it feels crazy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I don't know, I know you have a lot on your plate. I try to help where I can, Um, but I'm excited for the launch and I know that it's hard to be excited when there are still so many boxes left unchecked. Uh, So how do you feel about just like the process of checking all those last boxes and making sure everything's like perfect or at least good enough before it's like pushed out there?
1: Yeah, well, the the startup itself was something that derived from like the whole story behind the special, um, you know, after I'd already shot the special... I was like, I'm going to create the breakup registry for people that are going through a situation like me where if they need shit, they're losing half their shit. Like, fuck you and your wedding registry. is like, <laughs> I'm going through a split. I'm going through a divorce, yada, yada. I'm losing all my shit, all my couch, all my couch, all my couches, um, all my couch. I'm losing all my couch. Where are all, where are all my couches? Who has more than one couch mostly ever? <laughs> I'm losing all my couches. What was this, a couch lady? Uh, <laughs> but all my stuff. So the the registry has been something I've been really excited about, but Jake knows this, you know, and my close friends know this, like it is really scary to throw your life savings into developing a site that's actually this intricate. So I was trying to wait to jump on the actual build um, until I knew launch date of my special. And once I had that, when we were driving to Chicago um, in the beginning of March, um, the last, you know, the two episodes that you guys heard us shoot in Chicago, um, that's when I got the air date for my special. And I was like, oh, fuck. Now I got to call these developers and be like, let's go let's go. And so it's kind of just game time. It's like I've been on, you know, the phone with my team with the developers and like they're two different separate layers of my brand, but they're they go hand in hand, you know, and so it's like you just hope you don't fuck things up. That's all you hope for when you're building something this intricate and this yeah I, I invested fully in myself so. yeah.
0: yeah and you know there's so many moving parts there's so many things that are going to need to like continue especially with the your startup it's like once you launch is when the real work begins because then you have something to maintain mm-hmm. versus like pushing out this thing and being like well i can launch whenever i want um it's not real yet yeah right yeah once it's like launched then it becomes real and then the work really and you know i'm excited for some time alone personally um no (laughs) um but you know you always have me to bounce ideas off of um but you know you're in a really unique position as an artist a performing artist post uh pandemic post letting go of a lot of things about your life over the last year, even before the pandemic. Um, Do you find yourself in a space where you are more, um, I don't know how to frame this necessarily, but are you more excited or fearful of what's to come? when it comes to all of the reconfiguration that you've had to do over the last year and how that looks in the future.
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying because we've had a lot of conversations about this. Mostly more excited, mostly more excited. I trust that both will be... What they are. I mean, we just get trained like this in entertainment, where you know, when you create something and you do it, you just have to put it out, and you you just have to be like, well, now it's out, so now I have to see how it plays. You know, you always hope for the best. You always hope it's received better than worse. You always hope that people aren't going to come online and be like, "Women aren't funny." Blah 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 blah, <laughs> and like, you know, it's going to happen. Um, that's kind of what's fun about the startup too is like. The special comes out, whether or not that's everybody's taste is up to question. I mean, we don't know until people watch it, Um, but at least then there's the startup for people who are going through something similar that may not resonate with me, the type of woman that I am, my sense of humor that also need help. And I'm like, all right, well, if you don't like what I did with comedy, then you can like what I'm doing with my sense of humor and my startup and that whole thing. So it kind of gives me those options of like, well, you've got two lanes to pick. And if you like both, then great. But otherwise, take take it or leave it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I think about that um, because like never in the history of time has the average audience member been, um, you know, like down with two releases at once. Like we were talking to your friend who had, uh, he I don't know, I'm not going to say names just because I don't know the rules about Hollywood, um, but was working with Brian Cranston on a movie and Bryan Cranston was also promoting a different movie at the time and they were like both being released at the same time. Mm -hmm. And the one really went by the wayside and the other one really didn't um, because you kind of can't like have more than one like ask of someone. And I think that like when people see, I feel this way when I'm promoting anything. Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone who sees it thinks that I'm asking them specifically for something. Right. But realistically, it's just... Hey, if this applies to you, good. Check it out. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, okay, no big deal. Right. Using the tool that the world provides me to get the thing out there, don't think I'm asking you for something.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's like you're giving people options. You know, it's not like I expect people to be like within one full swoop like subscribe to the podcast. Also watch this Instagram video and then also like download my special and also do the, you know, like it's just like, hey, all this shit's out there. If you want to get to know me and the shit that I'm doing more then fine, like you have a lot of options here.
0: And in terms of what the ask is, um, I'll speak on this because, you know, I'm a third party and like you talk to your audience a lot about like what you're doing. Um, In, like, Instagram stories, you can't really get into, like, detail about what things are or what the whole sort of message behind everything is. But I know you've given, like, bits and pieces of, like, the story and, like, all this stuff and, like... One way that we can go about this podcast is like you unpacking everything and, you know, talking about how you were with somebody for years and it didn't work out and you decided to do a comedy special on your wedding day. And then you also decided to do the My Breakup Registry, which I kind of just told the whole story. Um, <laughs> but um, at the same time, what the ask is for you, you're not asking your audience to do anything other than... What they've already been doing is just paying attention to what you're doing. Um, and, you know, maybe check out the special because if you check out the special, the special's good. I was there. I saw it live. I saw the raw dog, baby. I saw the <laughs> I saw the director's cut. You know, the I could have given you covid if that was the thing uh, that <laughs> night <laughs> I was in person. Yeah. Um, it's very good. I think it's very good. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I think there's nobody listening who values my stamp of approval at all. (laughs) uh, Other than the fact that I chose to be with you, which maybe they understand that I have good taste. I don't know. Uh, But the special is really good. It's really unique. You and I were talking about how um, people just do like a stand-up set and expect it to be like a special but it's kind of like random uh but like having like a hook or a theme or like something that like makes it like a a viewing experience actually makes it like a special like it makes it special Um, and then the breakup registry thing is like know that it's out there you'll know someone going through some shit you'll know that you can refer somebody to this thing or Ha- spread the word or whatever it is, um, because it's a valuable service that's been needed for a long time, and it sounds like some shit that a comedian would make up, and it is, uh, but it's a real thing. Yeah. And so, really, um, what you're doing with the with the with the startup, the most common user experience is just like giving a little bit of a shit about it, maybe telling a friend who it matters to who could do a campaign on your site for a registry or uh you know a crowdfunding thing um and then just like understanding what it's about Mm -hmm. like it's not really like an ask like like join the community of people who are paying attention to this thing and maybe even have something some insight to offer yeah you know
1: yeah i mean the whole i think people do get stressed out about bombarding their audience with stuff um i don't want to do that either like i don't want to be the person that's like hey i'm you know doing eight million things pay attention to all of them but also if i feel like i'm creating something that's actually going to do something good for people then i'm like that i don't have a problem and um i've talked with you about sophia quite a bit but like she talked about something with her own um, business class course that I used to launch my startup Um, on her Instagram the other day I thought that was pretty poignant she said um, she had like a breakdown while she was filming her um, her uh, like Instagram stuff for her second season of or her second like round a uh, business class, because she didn't want to feel salesy, and she felt like a fraud, or felt like she was like pushing things on people. And then the community kind of chimed in and was like, "No, like that's what you do when you make something good, you." tell people about it. You tell people like, hey, I made something really good. It's not salesy then. You know, the salesy idea has a really terrible term, like a, a terrible icky feel because we think of like a used car salesman. But when you're like not selling somebody lemons, when you're like, hey, I poured my life into this, like this is 15 years of working in an industry. This is like Pain and suffering that I went through that I'm trying to have other people avoid at least a little bit or bring some levity or some ease to their situation. Like when you're creating something that you believe in, it takes that like ick off of it where you're not like, I shouldn't feel bad for pushing this on people. This is something I'm excited about. I put all of my money and time and energy and resources and effort into this shit. So like I have no problem being like, hey, people that have been following my journey, fucking use this
0: (laughs) well because they get your authenticity at all times because you don't post shit that's just kind of like ah think this of me Mm -hmm. like here's what i'm pointing to about my life versus this is just like kind of how i'm living my life and i admire that about you and you and i have talked about that a lot and it's not even like not even like the manifestation of how it uh plays out in your social media presence or anything like that but just like the fact that you're just like yeah this is who i am like it's really exhausting to be around somebody who is being somebody or is like putting like making they want you to think they're a certain way versus like this is how i am because there's like extra effort and energy that's put into that and it's like puts you in dissonance with this person and whatever whatever right um but then when you have these kind of like things that you're doing that you care about Right, like people are like, oh, hell yeah! I saw your uh, I saw your um, Instagram story when you were in your bikini, and I liked that shit. I probably DM'd you, or I probably did this, or I like you know, hey, looking good, you are hot. Oh, hey, that was funny, that thing you posted, cool. Uh, But then when it's like, yeah, and like, okay, so like, you are on board, right? Um, This is like what I am really doing. Yeah. I think people immediately go like oh like uh, this is this is for me and I don't want it or whatever right say I do want it or I don't want it but if they don't they're like oh no Like it's like I've seen people like not open emails or like not do or not respond to emails or not do this because they think that you're asking them for something just like grand mm-hmm. but literally it's just like You're already paying attention to me. These are the things I truly care about. This is what I'm doing. Um, That's what is going on. Like, make sure if you pay attention to me and you pay attention to the people in your life and those people might benefit from this, then you say that. Yeah. Right. Or like, you know, whatever it is. Well,
1: and it's like, it's such a percentages thing that the more, because you know, I've worked in entertainment for 15 years. I've only worked in like the startup space or cross branding with people for the last like four or five years, more so heavily on the latter side of that. But like you start to realize what percentages actual audiences turn out to be. Like if you have, you know, like I have like 30 something thousand followers on Instagram, while you get engagement of like two or three percent, And you get turnout of like like a quarter of a percent, like depending on where you perform or whatever, but like you can only rely on these percentages of people to actualize something. Um, So instead of looking at the top down, of looking at your big numbers and saying only a percentage of a percentage of a percentage of people are actually going to do something, all that they tell you in the startup world to focus on is find your 10 people who you're their hero and those 10 people will share likely with 10 people it's not like you're making them it's not like a multi-level marketing thing but like Mm -hmm. 10 people that are really excited about something you're doing will probably tell by word of mouth 10 other people which will tell 10 other people and so you really start from the bottom up so like in my 30,000 followers I'm looking for the 10 people who are like Yeah, that special's fucking awesome. And the ten people who are like, "Yes, the startup is for me," and that will share those things with their prospective audiences. There's going to be crossover, but I'm just hoping they find their own space. You know. Mm
0: -hmm. And then also, like you know, like you said, like relying on people is like not even necessarily the move, right? Because like the things that you're doing, like when you, like when I tell people like about you. Right, because obviously I talk about you to people in my life or whatever. And people are like, oh, what's she like? Oh, what's she up to? You know, we're both comics and all this stuff. We've worked together a bunch and whatever. And if I talk about like your special coming out and like the fact that like I always be like, oh, I hosted her comedy special coming out. You know, and that's how we met. Um, that is like a beautiful idea, right? Like even if you just if you just like say what it is, like she was supposed to get married that day. But she shot a comedy special instead. Like, that's fucking cool. (laughs) Right? Like, isn't that like, like when you're thinking about like putting all these marketing materials together and all this stuff, like, oh, how can I make people care about this? And like, there's other stakeholders and there's people like, you know like comedy dynamics is releasing it and like everyone's trying to be like how can we make this like a cool thing it's like it's already a fucking cool thing don't (laughs) fuck it up like that's my opinion on it right because it's like it's a cool thing already everyone literally say one sentence to people and they'll be like that's fucking cool i want to see that like that's it's that simple and the same thing with your startup like in my mind because I've seen, like, memes about this shit. Like, I've sent you some memes where it's, like, people, like, oh, why do people who get married get to, like, register for all these cool things or, like, have this, like, whatever, whatever, right? Like, like people will pay for their honeymoon or, like, whatever the fuck. And it's, like, what you are doing is inherently cool and inherently valuable for other people to see and witness and be a part of. And it sucks sometimes when you're, like, I have to market this thing that is inherently good. Like, you're like, I'm I'm fucking doing you a favor and I have to convince you to want it.
1: I'm putting like, you know, and I'm putting like $25,000 into building this product. And like, you know, and it's, that's what's funny is people, I try to be really, gr- like, I give, creatives whether it's entertainers or founders or ceos or whatever it is a lot of grace um because it's really easy to look at what somebody's doing and be like fuck that thing fuck like but then i know what goes into it like i know what goes into even just getting a pilot episode of something to air to see if it's even liked and that process is so long and drawn out, and if something doesn't work, if it doesn't work, your whole archive of shit you created goes into the trash. And so it's like, you like I don't wanna ever put that energy out there that I'm looking at somebody else's art like, what well, it's not even funny, like there's a market for everybody, there's somebody for everybody, that's why there's so many people creating shit. So I just hope that, you know, you just hope you're creating the shit that like, People will find and people will like and people will use that need it. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's a really good way to look at it because at the end of the day, like especially if you're releasing things, like if you're a live performance artist, which like um, are what we do is rooted in live performance. So you can try out a lot of shit that you're never gonna like release, but you can release to the public in shows in different times. And like that might be something that's good enough to then one day put on an album or a special or something like that um Mm -hmm. but it it does become this like and i know you know this living in hollywood for the last 10 years is like you have to like qualify yourself all the time and it's so exhausting to be like hey let me tell you why you should respect me while i talk to you for the first 30 seconds uh you're like you know or like,
1: like yeah i'm actually smart i'm actually smart so like
0: Yeah, like, there always has to be this kind of, like, thing, Um, and it's the same with launching a business, it's the same with launching a special, Um, and it's the same with kind of anything, making a friend or whatever, but at the same time it's like at some level you have to be willing to do all the work and like play the game of like you know i have to market this get good pr get good whatever but then play the game of like my shit is good this shit is good i'm making something great with the special you made something great with the startup you're making something great and like let it be great like we talk about fear sometimes like what if it doesn't work out and then we don't always talk about like what if it works out like spectacularly
1: well yeah Yeah, I mean you know it's that can be a hard thing for you everybody's got their days right you know and I feel like I I try to be pretty transparent between the podcast and between social media of like I, I don't just be like everything's great life is always really great like I've definitely showcased a lot of really hard moments as well I mean the specials one of them I mean that was a fucking hard day um you know, like, there were so many other layers to it, but it's a one-take special, hosting it as a party, going through what I was going through. My dad was sick. My aunt had just died. It was, like, all these things kind of compiled. But that's anybody's given day. You know, like, anybody's given moment of, like, yeah, look what I'm doing is got a lot of bullshit in it because we're humans and life is tough. And so um, you you just try to, like... I don't know it's not a silver lining thing but you just try to look at something and be like this is what we did we had to get through it and this is the product and instead of weighing myself down and thinking what if people don't like it you're just like hey man good job
0: and it's good (laughs) and it's damn good it's
1: really good (laughs) you look at yourself and you're like hey you got through that so like good job at least for that you like fucking made it
0: yeah, yeah, like getting through it, like knowing what you wanted to accomplish, having accomplished that, um, shooting it with Jonathan, mm-hmm. Jonathan Talbert uh, was directing it, right, mm-hmm. and uh, great guy, done all all kinds of cool stuff, um, and I don't know, it's just like, it, it feels like to me, right, like you can't place you can't place the success of what you've already accomplished with both of these things based on how they go with your initial launch of the thing. Um, because people are going to do whatever... Th- and there's this all this importance of whatever is going on in the world that day or whatever the hell you know like uh, george carlin like released a special on like september 10th 2001 or some shit called like uh yeah i kind of like it when a a lot of people die or something like that or he recorded it that day or something like that and it's like yep not a good time Uh, not a good time for that. And that was never going to do well, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's like all these kinds of like things that like, you know, say, say you released, what if you were going to release this like last year at in April? But that was the Whenever-
1: original goal. That was the original, like, you don't ever want to be thankful for like a global pandemic for your own personal shit. <laughs> like never, that's not how I'm phrasing this at all.
0: But you wouldn't have to be thankful if it didn't happen And it's not like you're being thankful, but it's like, even if it it didn't happen, that would have been a great time to do it.
1: Yeah. Well, originally I was having this conversation before everything shut down. Like I was on the phone with my team and I was in New York before like March 11th. So it was like before that last show that I had when we were like, oh, fuck, this is like a real big deal. Um so the original time period for the release of this would have been in June. Granted, I also hadn't even fleshed out the startup yet. So there's so many reasons why I'm thankful things didn't work out the way. We we sometimes think things are supposed to work out one way. And when they don't work out that way, it's actually the blessing in disguise that you never could have seen, which we've talked about hindsight so much. But like having perspective on those things afterwards that's why in the moment you have to try to tell yourself like hey if something didn't work out like maybe I'm late I was late to that meeting oh but maybe I missed a car accident like those kind of little things yeah. that you might not notice
0: yeah and I think you and this is again something that you and I talk about all the time is just like things end up working out the way that they're supposed to work out even if it's not on the timeline that you had considered or that you had wanted to place on top of a situation because you can't necessarily manipulate the circumstances of your life and the world around you to make things happen on your time but if something is supposed to happen i do feel like it will inevitably happen we've talked about this with our relationship we've talked about this with you know xyz thing um And you and I lately have been rooted in this kind of synchronicity, Mm -hmm. the synchronicity that comes about when you are sort of stepping into your life in a way where you're attending to the things that ought to be attended to and sort of stepping into your intuition and the things you that are you're actually being pulled to do versus trying to manipulate every little context of your life and every little situation to go your way um just kind of like stepping back and seeing what is and accepting it versus being like no, no, no I don't want that to happen or um, you know trying to make something else happen or whatever just kind of like letting things be acting accordingly and in accordance with what's going on and I think you find some really beautiful coincidences when you live like that. And I think we have a lot lately too. Yeah.
1: I mean, even just with, um, there's, I mean, there's so many things you and I have talked about recently, but like, you know, even early in 2020 with the special and that not coming out the way that I had wanted. And I keep telling you if this would have originally dropped in June of 2020, I wouldn't have even felt comfortable promoting it. Cause there were so many important things in our country happening then that I would have been like ashamed, not ashamed of my art, but like, hello, we have things to attend to here. And one of them is not me being like, I didn't get married, you know, like not that I'm trying to belittle my situation, but like there's big fucking things, you know? And um, so I'm thankful I wasn't trying to do something and and have to feel bad about the thing I created while trying to support the things that I believe in, you know? Um, And then, you know, even with the stories I've told you about this house and how this kind of keeps opening up opportunities. How if I hadn't, if I'd gone to Thailand in November instead of going with my friends to um, to uh, Colorado in October, I wouldn't have ended up back in Wisconsin early. We wouldn't have started dating when we did. Or if I had stayed longer in June and we would have dated too early and it would have been the wrong timing. Like, I don't know. I mean, you look at things the way they play out and you're like, thank fuck. that it worked out thank you fuck thank you dear fuck we pray to fuck at night no I'm just kidding we don't um that sounds so horrible we pray to fuck at
0: night first of all that's blasphemous and ungodly okay second of all do you have to pray or do you just have to fuck (laughs) I mean come on God we pray you let us fuck (laughs) Even though fucking is against what you believe in.
1: <laughs> We're all celibate. Amen. Um, <laughs> we have very candid when when Jake and I pray about anything. It's <laughs> very... Hard. It, when, <laughs> we don't need to share those details. But uh, <laughs> when we pray about anything, it's quite funny sometimes. Like, I don't know. I don't remember what I said. it. I, what was I praying over the other day? And I was like... And Lord, let me not fuck everything up. Amen. (laughs) Or something.
0: No, you were talking about like (laughs) signing up for this service and not getting (laughs) fucked with charges. So you were like, Lord, let me just not get fucked in the butt. (laughs) Amen.
1: (laughs) I did say that. I prayed that to my dear Lord. Um (laughs) Because today, while we were sitting and working, you know, when you're developing software, um, because that's what I'm releasing is a software. Like, it's not just a website. People are like, oh, it's a website. It's not a fucking website that you can just go on Wix and like make. It's really, really intricate. It's like building a skyscraper versus like putting up a a tent, you know? A normal website you would be able to pop on and make as an artist is like a, a tent. You can pop it up, take it down, pop it up, What I'm building is like a fucking skyscraper it's really multifaceted it has a lot of layers it's a it's a user experience that I want people to go through like just when they're building a wedding registry um and it's complicated it's very expensive and so when you're having something built with tech you have to give like literally all your personal information to some people that are very, very good at tech, which is the scariest thing to do because you're like, hey, people, that could literally probably hack into anything. Let me give you all my bank account information and all of this stuff and all of my passwords to things because I'm trusting trusting you and paying you all of the money that I have in my lifetime so that you can make something that I think is going to be a rock (laughs) star situation.
0: Yeah, that is a big one. Uh, that's tough. I mean, you know, but you. I mean, even even with the timing thing and the synchronicity thing that we had been talking about, you were, when we were going to St. Croix, you were talking about how you wanted to go with these developers, and but you wanted to make sure you were making the right decisions, so you went around and tried to make sure you were making the right decision, and the timeline ended up in such a way and the kind of gut feeling and the intuition of it all ended up in such a way where you went with the people that you initially had a really good feeling about and they're really awesome. And so like, it's going to be really good. Um, And yeah, I know we've talked a lot about obviously like your product build, your startup launch, your special release and you know, that's all good and well. Um, And that's, a big thing that i'm sure that the people who care about you and the people who listen to your podcast and follow your shit um i know that they really are like excited for you right yeah, and like
1: I, mean, I hope so i mean i hope people are you know i think people have seen me happen to work my ass off for a really long time and just like keep a good attitude about it and, you
0: know. yeah and you do have a good attitude and You know, getting to see you like day to day, like in the realest of ways and knowing what doing things at this level like takes out of a person or requires of a person. Um, I am constantly amazed by the ways that you operate and the things that you're able to pull off. I personally believe that your startup and your special are going to go fantastic Mm -hmm. But I also personally believe you shouldn't tie, you know, obviously your self-worth to those things. And I know, and I know you won't, and I know you don't, and that's not your move. Um, but when you put shit out there like that, you feel very vulnerable. Yeah. You know, you feel very much like, oh fuck, there it is. Especially when you put all the resources that you had available to you into it at the time. Um, so I guess my question is, what are you going to do for you?
1: For me, like once everything is kind of up and running and out there and...
0: Just throughout.
1: I don't know. We talk about this. I mean, you know, where I feel like... Where I feel like... I don't, I don't know how to quite articulate this feeling that I feel sometimes, you know, like, you know, with Eskimo culture, there's like 75 words for snow. And I wish there were more words for certain feelings that we have, but we are stuck with the vocabulary we have. Um, but I, you know, I, I always kind of look at the track record of how things play out and, and yes, I do have anxiety about certain things, but I get really excited about certain things as well. Um, I've always loved like traveling and creating experiences, and that's kind of been the thing that I've always done for me um, on my own because I didn't, I wasn't, I, I hadn't experienced having a partnership where those kinds of things landed at the forefront. Um, this has been something that I've been thanking Jake for repeatedly over the last couple months but like in a short amount of time we've just created a lot of really cool memories together um i feel like the coolest thing that i'll get to do for me in the aftermath of some of this stuff is in tandem with like (laughs) it sounds weird but like us getting to tour together Getting to go to more places together, like I, these, have been really cool experiences that I feel really honored to like share with somebody that I care about like this. And um, and uh, you know, you want to do things for you, but it, I've done a lot of things for me. I'm kind of tired of doing things for me. I hope the things that I'm doing are things that can create opportunities for other people or make other people feel better and like allow us to keep doing um, and creating the way we want to and um, or like give, you know, feed into that funnel. And um, I don't know, I mean, I want a healthy balance between touring and doing comedy and like doing the startup stuff and being able to live the life autonomously that I like to live and traveling and experiencing the world, you know? Mm
0: I'm I'm right there with you, except I'm on the opposite thing. Like, I've done too much for other people. I'm fucking ready to be selfish. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I appreciate what you had said. And, you know, um, I know that, like, the whole world that you and I met as a result of and everything like that was, you know, obviously, like kicked in the chops pretty hard over the last year and it's it is really exciting to get back into that i understand that like a lot of it's really difficult for for bookers and things like that because you have like all these really huge theater names that are now willing to do clubs and like Uh, there's kind of like sandwich effect until like things are open again where people can go do thousand seat theaters and like, you know, it's just like, it's, it's an interesting thing with availability and time and capacity and just, it's a really unique uh, moment in history for everyone. Um, But, you know, talking about like comedy and, and stuff like that too. And I've really experienced a lot of great support from you in terms of just really understanding that we're both we both used to be able to kind of like impress each other with what we were capable of doing within like comedy and like all this shit uh and it's kind of like yeah fuck like everything's kind of out of our hands except the things we're able to create which are great but like only go so far and you know we used to like also be able to create all these opportunities for other people and do all these cool things um and I think like you and I have gotten to like travel a little bit, like just a little bit, like we did St. Croix, which was huge. And we did like Chicago, Michigan. And now, you know, we're in LA uh, to get like all together. Um, And I think that like people have looked at like what we're doing and just assume we're just like, killing it on every level in life like we're out in la driving a convertible doing whatever but like also we're just really fucking lucrative with how we don't spend money yeah. <laughs> like we don't like we find ways to not spend money on shit or like we find an opportunity that pays for like a whole thing that we're trying to do and i think one cool thing is that like we can kind of have this sort of like Fun we always have fun, we're always laughing, we're always enjoying creating experiences and like showing gratitude to each other, and like I've always really wanted that in a partnership, and like we have that together, and I am so grateful for that um but like you know, I got like a message today like from someone trying to submit to the comedy festival uh Madison comedy week like uh whatever keeps you on the beach and shirtless, my guy. And I was like, do you think I'm just, like, out here killing it? Because, like, when we're out here doing this shit, we're, like, healing from, like, really, like, years of, like, traumatic shit. And, like, we're really unpacking and trying to, like like not all these, like we're in a fucking beautiful place and we're like extremely fortunate to be where we are and doing what we're doing. And it's all possible because of the way that we've lived our lives, not because we have money. And it's all like a thing where we're kind of like just trying to be right with ourselves. Like, yes, we fucking crack each other up. We have fun. It looks cool. I'm sure it looks great. You know, we're attractive and shit. Um, but, you know, like, it's not like we're just, like, living this, like, fucking crazy luxurious life. We're, like, literally, like, a lot of the time that we're spending in within these things, in between the Instagram story posts and all this shit, is re- really hustling, really trying to get right with ourselves, really going through some hard realities. Yeah.
1: And that has been a big piece of work, and I'd love to actually have an episode where you and I talk about that more in depth because I think it's important to share with people some of the heart, some of the things that you learn about yourself along the way, um, and in relationships, but. Um, I just like that. in life, I mean, it's you know, Jake has seen me and been there for me through the last couple of months, where I had you know spent a summer by myself for the first time, like you know, in my adult life, and thought that I had done one piece of a huge piece of my healing process from, um, getting out of the situation I was in before. But, uh, really there's so many more layers as you unpeel, um, that, yeah. And so, um, but what he, you know, he had some really, really pointed information there as far as like what life looks like I've tried to be pretty transparent you know I the last time I was in LA I filmed a video at public storage and was like this is my house in LA and like but like I that's real like when things shut down I wasn't like let me just live that awesome life in LA that I know I can live I was like no I'm gonna be smart I'm trying to launch a startup I don't know what it's gonna take I have the special coming out. I have all these other projects in the works. Like, I'm fucking putting my shit in storage and like being able to bounce wherever I need to when I need to. I've been like living mostly at my parents' in Wisconsin. Like, you know, that's not a glamorous thing to tell people. Can I afford to live on my own? Yes. Could I have lived on my own this whole time? Yes. Would I have been able to launch my startup the way that I am? No. I wouldn't have had that kind of cash sitting around if I hadn't been smart and put that kind of like ego aside and been like, yeah, like whatever. I actually wanna fucking hang out with my parents because the world could explode and everybody's dying. So like I, maybe this is the right time to do that kind of thing and, and um, balance that a little bit too and give my family some time.
0: And and we're getting close to the end here. So I'm just gonna like, like- you know, like turn the page toward the last chapter. Um and I I I love all the things that you'd said and I love that you're like willing to like also show people like, you know, um this is the reality of the situation. It's like it's not even like, oh look at me, feel a certain way about it, but just being like, Yep, hey you might be uh, going through some shit. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're fucking killing it. But, like, uh, you know, whatever. Like, like maybe you resonate with this. Maybe you think this is funny. Maybe you think this is funny. Um, or maybe you just, like, get that it's human, mm-hmm. you know? And I think a big part of, like, what you've sort of put out into the world and, like, again, like, a big thing that I admire about you is this authenticity about, like... You're willing to be vulnerable and maybe not look the best, um, but still be real. And actually, that was like one of the main things about you when we started seeing each other that I noticed and was like, damn. Like you had talked about some things that I was like, well, she doesn't look great in that situation but she's willing to tell me that and uh, that says a lot about where she's come since then or whatever the case was or whatever. And I think that's kind of a common thread throughout everything that you're doing right now. So you're special, vulnerable, very vulnerable situation um, that would be devastating to a lot of people. Being able to take that vulnerability, showcase it, And empower yourself. Beautiful. Your startup. Vulnerable. Devastating situation for a lot of people. Being able to take that vulnerability and showcase it and turn it into something that's empowering. Beautiful. I think that's a really authentic piece of you. And I, for one, admire that. And I'm going to allow myself to have the last word on this podcast. And that's going to be it. And I hope that people go out and they look at your special that releases on Comedy Dynamics, August 20th. August 20th. God damn it. April 20th. Maybe you should plug.
1: <laughs> Maybe I should end this. Um, April 20th. Um, yeah. So you guys are the first to know. Everything's going to be announced this week on my Instagram as well. But... Thank you, baby. (laughs) April twentieth. For all the stoners out there that want to get high and you know sob and eat you know carrot cake on their (laughs) canceled wedding day. I don't know what people do. I don't (laughs) know what people do. Eat carrot cake. Oh yeah. Uh, (laughs) But um, it's uh, the special is going to be out on Amazon Prime, Apple TV. I'll be dropping the pre-order link this week for Apple. Um, It's also going to be an album, so people can order just the album itself. But I actually think you should watch the special because you know you can see all my interviews in there. Um, I incorporate my family, um, my maid of honor, stand up, (laughs) and Jake hosted for me, which is no, no, no. I'm talking about your stand up. My stand up, -up. I know. Well, it is. Stand up, and it's awesome. I'm I'm excited for it. I love what I put out there, and I love that um you know we're just rolling rolling on from there. And it was funny because like actually, me and Jake this last weekend before coming to Wisconsin or Chicago or where the fuck are we? <laughs> Los Angeles. Um, when we were hiking in Wisconsin. We were um, talking about life and chapters and things changing, and it was like something that I talked with a little bit with our friends last night when we were drinking. But um, it's eleven eleven p.m. right now. By the way, we have to take a moment of silence for all the ones that have died. <laughs> well, she didn't say that. It's eleven eleven. Was it? 11 p.m. on Monday, the 29th, and this episode is coming out in the morning. So I'm sorry. Please pay respect to all the ones. <laughs> They've <laughs> had a hard time.
0: Well, there's our clip. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry that was accidental but that was hilarious also um what you want me to um no but we were talking about chapters and like you know how interesting it is when one closes and you're in another one you're not really like consumed with the chapter that you already went off of you're like existing in that new chapter you're like this is exciting this is fun it's been a testament of living in the now and like being able to look back on things you create and be like well that's something that I did and so now we get to just see what happens now so what happens now is we're
0: going to end <laughs> thank you for listening to future role model i'm your host jake snell uh one more round of jazz snaps for natasha pearl hansen uh i was supposed to get married today april 20th my april 29th 19th goddamn don't listen to me ever we're sitting by the fire for too long. I think we'd dehydrated our bodies, so we're gonna sign off and uh, thank you guys for listening. Follow Instagram, and- follow Instagram.
1: Follow my Instagram. Follow my
0: Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man, love you guys. Thank you. <laughs>